Hi everybody, I'm Jen Johnson and you are watching Thought by Thought Healing. I use this platform to get as much information out there as I can about the process of going from chronic pain to healing and reversing your chronic symptoms. I do this because I have a story of healing from chronic pain that really had stolen my whole life from me and so I like to just get this hope out there. I also do chronic pain coaching on the side and um, if you're looking for somebody to help you get you started on that journey of healing and you're ready for the commitment then you should reach out uh, my website is thoughtbythoughthealing.com and um, but like I was saying I try to get as much info out there as I can for you to just listen to and um, get going on your journey on your own so today I want to talk about the idea of having a vision for your healing when we are in a chronic pain, we are in a chronic uh, threat response or fight or flight nervous system activation. There's dysregulation. Um, the brain is perceiving, not necessarily in danger, but it is perceiving that you are in danger either from your past or um, something you've learned um, that something may be dangerous and when it is in fact not. Um, it can happen from personality traits such as perfectionism, people pleasing, being self-critical, being others critical. All these things um, really add up to a, a threat response um, in our brains. And when you start looking at brain science, you realize that pain is caused when you are in threat mode, regardless of whether it's physical um, or emotional, mental, spiritual danger. Um, and I use that word danger um, with quotes because sometimes we are in danger and sometimes we're not and we get to kind of correct correct our brains and take take control and take responsibility um, for how our nervous system is reacting and, and teach it another way but your brain is wired um, to uh to respond when you're triggered and that is part of the autonomic nervous system which means that it is pre-conscious so it's before you're conscious that you are feeling a certain uh, distressing in danger emotion your brain will um, automatically respond and set, send a message through that um, sympathetic nervous system of fight or flight or freeze fawn and um, before you know it the brain recognizes that it's in danger and sends a pain signal or a chronic fatigue single signal or some sort of um, message it's really basically a message to you saying hey something's wrong here and sometimes that's right and you need to make changes in your life but um, most of the time um, with most of my clients, it's that um, uh, it's a perceived threat. It's a perceived danger. It's a it's a maybe being triggered by things that remind you of your past when you were experiencing danger, or that you taught were taught that something is in in fact dangerous um, when it's when it's not really. And so you get to take control and teach your brain another way. But um, people often understand that but the question is like well how and a big part of that is having a vision what what are you working towards if you let's just say I'm going to make up an analogy let's just say you go to work every day and you take the freeway and then you realize the freeway is the worst way to get there and you decide one way one day that you're going to switch um, and so you're going to stop using the freeway but you don't use maps or Google or Waze and figure out a different way to get there. You just wake up in the morning, you go to work. Well, if you haven't planned how to get there, you're going to use the old way. And that's what's happening with our neural pathways. This is how 
pain gets memorized. Um, your your brain is wired to respond to certain situations um, as if you are, quote, in danger. And I recognize that you might not feel that danger in your body, but if you, if you take the time to look at what is happening subconsciously, and that's the key, um, we often um, are un we're always unaware of our subconscious emotions. I mean, that's, that statement may seem like a duh statement, but it is true. And until we do the work to recognize the subconscious um, thought patterns and emotions that we're feeling, um, we don't recognize it. And that's where the commitment of healing comes in. Are you, are you ready and willing to do the I'm going to call it work or the opportunity to look at those subconscious ways of operating so that then after you detect those, you can say, okay, brain, I see that we're wired and you are wired and the brain has memorized this response um, and and those feelings, that pain, that anxiety, those symptoms, the tiredness, the insomnia, whatever, they are the brain's um, predictive coding is what it's called of the memorized uh, message that it's sending to you and so after you acknowledge that subconscious way of being then you can teach your brain a new way that you want to operate and so that at that point in time it is very powerful and very helpful to um, to start to assume that you are going to start healing and expect to heal and to have a vision of what healing looks like I'm going to come back to that expectation point in a minute but to to um, to take some time to really think about what what do you want your life to look like? What do you want to be able to do? Um, what kind of activities do you want to enjoy and be free to do? What does a daily um, life look like for you? What kind of personality traits do you want to have? Oftentimes we think we're stuck with our personality traits and we're actually not. Personality traits are learned. So what do you want to be? How do you want to show up when things get stressful? Like when when things get um, hard, um, imagining in the future how you are going to both physically and emotionally and mentally respond to hard times um, is really important to have that vision that what what who who what kind of character traits do I want to have? What kind of places do I want to have joy? How do I how do I want to incorporate play into my life? Um, and I, and I actually think this part is really important because it's not about letting go of the pain. That actually, that activity, that, that intention of letting go of the pain will actually wire the pain. And I'm going to say that again, trying to get rid of the pain, being frustrated by the pain, being scared of the pain, especially if you're already on your, your healing journey and pain shows up and you're like, wait, I've been fighting against this, um, that that activity of trying to get rid of it doesn't work. It, it actually wires it and it becomes a, a more of a threat to your body. Whereas if, if instead um, the letting go is instead a, a, um, a, a, a searching for, a pursuing of your dreams and, and the things that you want, then that is teaching your brain a new way. But if you don't have a vision of the new way, then um, then you're going to go back to this old way. So instead of fighting to get rid of pain by going to the doctors and doing these activities and, and this, I don't know, 
these supplements and these different ways of approaching to try to get rid of it. Instead, we want to actually pursue those healing hormones. What brings you joy? What brings you um, uh, peace in the body? Um, what do you want to have in your life as part of your daily life and your character? Um, that's the, that is the avenue that we want to pursue, be pursuing when it comes to healing. So for me, I, I knew immediately that I was really interested in the brain and how it worked and what was happening with pain science and how, what other areas of my life does this mind-body connection um, affect? Uh, and, and it's quite it, it's, it's really interesting. And so I found that to be really fascinating in my life. And I spent a lot of time pursuing that by reading books and listening to things and um, taking classes and um, courses from other experts in the field and writing my own program for healing, that kind of stuff. Um, I really devoted a lot of my time towards understanding the brain. And so for you, it won't be the same as mine, but what is a goal? I have a client the other day was like, I want to write a book about how the ways I've seen God show up in my life. And that's a beautiful, um, that's a beautiful vision to, to redirect your life towards. So what is it that catches your interest? And if, if there's not something that pops up immediately, maybe spend some time thinking about what interests that you had in the past um, or that you let go of because of pain, maybe even when you were a child before things started going awry. Or or if you don't have anything from your past, just think of something new that you could cultivate an interest in. I do actually think that we can cultivate interest and things that we're passionate about by being curious and um, being, I'm going to use the word again, interested in. And um, it basically gives your brain a space, a new pathway a new vision to put that energy instead of over here to the pain because we have a limited amount of energy in our brains and it's going to go somewhere and we can't just stop it from going this way um maybe um maybe water is a good example of this like you can't just stop water it's going to go someplace and so you want to direct it um, because if you don't have another place for it to go it will continue to go in in the way that that river or stream has been going and the same is true of your your pain and the and the way that your brain and your thoughts and your emotions and your your belief systems are are wired and so that redirection um, that new vision and no longer the healing process no longer has anything to do with letting go of the pain it has to do with um, with the new way of operating and the truth and that's why I think I find God to be so powerful in this process because what life does God have for you what does he get to claim what has he freed you from and in place of that freedom from what is he freeing you to and that's the life that we get to pursue as um, as um, as, well, as people, um, but I think specifically when God gives us that vision, sometimes it's really powerful. So what do you want? And work towards that. Going back to that piece about expectation, if we are continually expecting that pain to come back, that expectation actually activates the very part of your brain that does dysregulate the nervous system and therefore sends the pain. So that that's that shift of expecting now to have this new life that you're creating and envisioning and want um, is cutting off the expectation of your life being full of pain and that hope can be scary right um, because hope 
can disappoint, um, but hopefully you can um, borrow mine um, if you don't have some of your own. I, I know that this works and I know that you can heal. And so stopping the, the expectation of a life of pain and instead starting to expect that your pain is going to go away, you are going to heal. But even more than that, you are expecting that you are going to um, have this life that you want and start living towards it regardless of the pain. So sometimes when we start going towards this vision, there's still pain and it's it's discouraging and scary. Um, but we want to slowly start making this vision come true whether you have the pain or not. And the pain will start to literally see, your brain will start to literally see that you feel safe in your skin in this new life, in this new vision, and you, we want to do this slowly, you want to use graded, graded exposure, but to slowly introduce your life to these, um, these awesome visions that you have for, um, for your future and expect that instead. And therefore, the water will start to flow there. The energy will start to flow there. Your brain will wire to those things and your brain will then see, hmm, she's safe in this environment, I no longer need to warn her with the pain. Does that all happen overnight? Absolutely not. Um, let's say you're weight training. You just started weight training and you go to the gym and every day you start measuring your muscles. Not going to see any change immediately. It definitely takes time. And the the way that you want to be encouraged during this time of healing is encourage that you're doing the work, encourage that you're showing up, encourage that you're choosing to expect healing, that you are choosing a life of hope instead of despair and um, cyclical uh, patterns of life. And um, taking it takes courage. It does. It definitely takes courage to take this route, um, but you can do it. And that kind of talk is the kind of talk that you want to encourage yourself with too. I can do this. I can choose this route even if I have symptoms for a while and trust that as I pursue these goals and let go of thinking about the pain, then um, this this life that um, I'm wanting to have um, will happen. This is all neuroscience and it's also the things that God gets to claim. Um, God says that we get to claim about um about our lives. We do not have to live a life of pain and um, anxiety. We get to choose um, a new new vision. And that sounds, um, that may sound not real, and yet um, it is. Um, we do have, we do have the choice to, um, to choose hope and choose love, compassion, kindness, goodness, joy, all those things, and, um, and stop um, focusing on and um, trying to get rid of all these things instead going for what we know to be good and true. So create a vision for your life and start um, introducing it into your daily routine and, um, and watch and see what happens. All right. Thanks, you guys. Check out my website, thoughtbythoughthealing.com. And um, I'll see you next week. I think next week I have Dr. David Hanscom on these, this channel. So um, I hope that you enjoy that and I hope that you enjoyed today's. All right. See you later. Bye.